Because it's awkward, I don't want to be like, hey, you fucked up the time zone. Well, um, okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, would, I would probably, I would probably point it out. Just be like, oh, um, it was actually central time. But so you think I should do that? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't do it now. I mean, you know, how do you do that? She's, how would you do it if I fucked up the time zone? You'd be like, you fucked up the time zone, but, you know, it's cool. Well, no, you wouldn't, but, I mean, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> You're nervous. Is it, is it, you got, um, little, you got some butterflies in the stomach <laughs> for this pretty Instagram girl. Uh, ow. Is porno Matt speechless? So I'm gonna say you're scheduled for an hour, and then give her. Scheduled for an hour. She asked for the link. Oh. It's just awkward. It's like actually, it's a not for an hour. No, it's not that awkward. Say like, uh, so we have you booked for okay. We have you an hour from now, but if you want to join earlier, Uh no big deal. Oh, NBD. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I like that's a nice touch. So let's get started talking about uh, all the waves we made this week, man. Okay, try it again, but without a giant pause. Sorry, I'm being too critical. It's just I'm just I'm just imagining I'm editing it now. You were gonna edit that? Well, I mean, probably yeah. No, because people don't expect people don't expect to listen to like a radio. Have you show ever listened to Rush and Limbaugh? the host says, "All right, we got to talk about <laughs> the waves that we made this week." Have you ever you know watched? What I'm saying? Like, have you ever watched like the Mike Francesa uh, dead air montage? Like the ultimate dead air Mike Francesa moment, where he's where he's like reading, he's like reading something, <laughs> the newspaper or something. <laughs> That's amazing. And they'll be like, I mean, we need to get to that level. Dead air on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but that's not how he got to where he is. I know, right? He didn't. He didn't build himself a, a following doing that. Right. That. That's like. Now he's in a position where he can do that. Well, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, but how great would it be if that is how he made his empire? <laughs> right? It's not out of yeah. the question, right? That people would like enjoy the relaxation of it or something. But the problem is it's not his personality at all, right? He's not, he's not genial. Right, it's not like listening to your grandpa tell a story, right? He's like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just this unlikable asshole who, like, is really proud of his opinions. Right. Just like scrolling through golf.com, like the top, <laughs> like the top one hundred players. <laughs> that's something who I, listens to him. That's, what's what's his what's his base? He's a New York sports talk legend, you know. I never listened to that show that became such a sensation. He had like a show 
with uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo, right? Mm-hmm. And the two of them created like the big, the greatest sports talk show of all time. And uh, but somewhere around the way, after he went solo, he just became <laughs> this strange person. <laughs> Like a totally strange radio presence. <laughs> it's amazing, though, that w- when you develop an audience in a medium such as podcasting, you know, it's 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 like people feel like they know you and there's this personal connection and you can kind of suck and people still keep listening to you. That's true. I, I think also the live call-ins are a part of it. He never stopped doing that. Live call-ins with like er- every idiot in New York. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like no one has been pranked more. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and every and there's like this beautiful like because he doesn't show it like fucking like you know three p.m. right. And so if you're mm-hmm. calling into a show, you're not working. <laughs> it's like all of his callers are, you know, theoretically losers, right? But only right. when only when they make fun of him does he bring that up. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the people who call into C-SPAN, you know, like there's something a little off about you if you're watching C-SPAN, probably. <laughs> well, like you know, the TV is stuck and the remote's not working. Well, part of it... Where you don't have the wherewithal to change the channel. Part of it with the, the C-SPAN call-in thing is, like, they're asking you to call in with your opinions, right? Yeah. Not, like, a question for a celebrity or, like, a substantive thing that you can bring up. They want you to just rant, <laughs> right? So Well, it's supposed to be on some particular piece of news, right? right? But, like, what, what... Let us know how coronavirus has affected your life or whatever. <laughs> But then they don't, they're bad at screening callers. Like NPR, uh, does MP, NPR takes live, they have, they have shows with live callers, sure. but C-SPAN, you know, they, they just don't have the budget for it. I think it's like, um, I, I think it's not random, but the selection of people that call in are terrible and they just gave up. Hmm. Yeah. It was like 4chan did a thing this week where everyone was calling in as a Democrat and then saying they want to support Trump. To C-SPAN? Uh-huh. And, like, tons of them got through. Right? Oh, yeah. And that New York Times new Should hire. Should we do it? Call into C-SPAN? Yeah, just mention centrist madness. Right? Well, I don't really pay attention to the political clown show, but I know those guys on centrist madness call it straight. Uh, centrist madness? It's a podcast. Available on iTunes. <laughs> just do that every week. <laughs> Pretty soon we'd have a massive following of cranks. Mm. So let's get right into it. We're libertines, apparently. we got to cover the Brunig uh, engagement. First of all, I've never tried to antagonize her in any way. You were very... I like your new approach, which is uh, very earnest and non-confrontational. And I, it was just a poll of who she's going to vote for. Oh, that thing, yeah. But it started before that. Well, I kept trying to get her it to... It started with you asking her to endorse, to endorse Biden. Biden. Yeah. 
and she was like, I'm, I'm not because I'm out of defiance. It had religious overtones. Yeah. Her defiance. Yeah. Like it, you're a little Satan like on her so- shoulder. Hunt. Again, I don't mm. want any trouble. You know, I'm just all the, all the leftist people who haven't endorsed Biden. I'm respectfully asking them to do it. And there's some people I've given up on, right? Like, I don't think there's any hope for Bree. I don't think Bree's going to do it. Right. Um, I don't think Brunig's going to do it. No, but it's theoretically possible to me. It was, yeah. Um, it was just, you know, it was, was kind of a fun poll, like. But it wasn't meant to insult she's her. So, she's so weird, though, like, with her whole, um, like, who cares about my opinion? The opinion writer for the Times now? Yeah, I've just decided that... Imagine getting paid, like, you know, six figures a year to write your opinion. I've decided no... Having a massive Twitter following and then being like, who cares about my opinion? I, I think... That's an insane thing to, to say. I've, I've decided it doesn't apply to anyone, right? If you're like on social media in any way, right? You, and you, you post opinions at all. Now people mm-hmm. can respond to your opinions and ask you about your opinions. Right. So for like really any opinion writer or opinion columnist, any journalist, Right. It's a fair question to ask. You don't have to answer, but it's not like a persecuting question. Right. Um, I don't know. It's very silly. It's like, you know. It's persecuting because we know why she doesn't want to do it. Well, I mean, there's... That's why she feels persecuted. Well, I don't know why she doesn't want to do it. Because, you know, Biden is a establishment that, democrat if she's voting for biden that would be an explanation is she voting for biden or is she voting for hawkins i mean i don't know lives in dc like logically it doesn't make sense to vote for biden if that's your position right because you're you're basically like i'm just gonna sit this one out even though i have considerable public influence well, right. So, so it's in a way like her decision is clear is that she's not she has no preference, really. Now, she can go and vote for Biden so that in the future, I guess that's the worst if answer, ever, right, is you don't have a preference. The worst answer? It's like the least credible. People don't buy it. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think in a way she doesn't have a preference. Like, isn't it believable that she thinks, you know, they're both bad, right? Either way. Then why wouldn't you vote for Hawkins or something? I'm sure she agrees with Hawkins about everything. Except, I mean, except I don't abortion. Know. But, but, like, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't know. I, she just doesn't want to say it, and that's fine. Um, but, yeah, it's not, it's not a big deal. And, she, man, she saw it fast, and... Called called me a libertine. Called us libertines. Oh yeah. Called the alt center libertines, and I googled it, and it's not good, guys. It doesn't doesn't mean you're horny. It's not good to be a libertine. No, it's bad. I mean, I thought it was like you know you like to drink some wine. It's like you're the Marquis de Sade or something. 
carousing. You have like no sexual morality at all. Oh. Well, I thought it was more just like kind of fun. You could, you know, you yeah. could use it that way. Like, oh, he's he's a bit of a libertine. Right. I think it's often used that way. It's used that way, but the original meaning is is. is oh, we a should just darker. assume the nicest thing possible. Yeah. Just assume the nicest thing possible. It's a good way. It's a good way to be. Um. What else happened to this week? Well, I mean, <laughs> what didn't happen this week? This is a crazy week? week in politics. That's for this sure. This is a crazy week. Yeah. Every week's a crazy week in 2020. I mean, but I guess the big story, I guess the big story, I guess the big story is, uh, you know, Trump, Trump, Trump pissing on graves and stuff. I didn't think it would be the story of the week, but it is taking a a shit on the troops. It really spiraled out of control on him. The story. What's a more perfect thing for him to do to just, you know, take a shit on the Republican Party? Than disparage people who died in wars. Like uh, the only thing drafted. I can think of is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. People who the government forced to go fight <laughs> right. for the country and died doing so uh, are sucked. Like the only thing I can think of that comes close to that is if you were just like, Jesus was kind of a faggot. I mean, right. <laughs> you know. I mean, even that the long hair. And... You'd still have a constituency, right? They like you could say that wokely, right? <laughs> That's how much Jesus loved everyone. He was so gay. This this is only uh, you know it only resonates with sociopaths, really. Right. It's like um, there's a lot of people pretending they liked it too right now. Um. But on the left, yeah. But everyone knows it's like people are pretending it owns or it sl- slaps, right? Yeah. But it's fucking pathetic, right? Like if you were around a person who talked like that, you would just think that they're garbage, right? It wouldn't be funny, and like a lot of the, a lot of what happened was almost like laziness, right? He's like a lazy asshole who doesn't want to have to do things for other people. So it's not just that he hates the troops. It's just like he hates having to do stuff. Yeah. He's like a kid on vacation who doesn't want to get a museum or something. Like, it, it didn't matter to him that the cemetery was there, right? It's just like, I don't want to have to drive 40 minutes to go to the cemetery. Like, there's no one there. right? Yeah. So it's just like a garbage person. But that revealing that he thinks inherently that doing anything that doesn't immediately benefit you is makes you a sucker right yeah i mean he's just a completely transactional person he's never gotten uh he's never um talked shit about his supporters well except for i mean he made fun of that fat dude (laughs) but other than that like you know it, it seems like he's never done that but i guess in his mind anyone who supports him you know he automatically likes so but it wouldn't be surprising if he had contempt for them on some level right because i mean they're poor and you know backward and shit and he's like i I think that's it 
I think it's like these people are pathetic, you know, losers. You know, they lost at life. You know, the biggest lose in life you can have is ending up under there, right? Um, the people, I mean, <laughs> really, you know, the the all-time one, and no one thinks this one slaps, is where he's like, I don't want to be around cripples, you know? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> it's really hard to... And also Trump... <laughs> really hard to spin that one. What tr- The way Trump thinks about it is, like, insane. He thinks that other people, right, have this problem. Like, people are going to get bummed out if we bring a, bring a bunch of cripples to the <laughs> military parade. That's not how it works. You know? <laughs> yeah, people, people don't want to see that shit. Trust me. <laughs> and he's got this weird sort of, like, medieval thinking about you know like his whole thing with blood is like super disgraceful which is like some weird ass primal yeah he has like naive medical ideas like <laughs> like if you exercise a lot in your 50s you'll be really oh, yeah. tired in your 60s that you have i love that i love this that's an amazing idea that you have like a finite <laughs> like you have a battery <laughs> And then you just exhaust your energy and then you die. So his plan, like his plan in his life, right, is to like be awake like 20 hours a day and just never exercise, right? And he thinks that's the trade-off, but instead he's just really tired like all the time. Why does he stay up? How does that figure into it? Sleeping oh, he, thinks, he thinks sleeping is a waste of time. Oh, because you, yeah. You got to make the time count. So yeah, so he stays uh, like he barely sleeps and never exercises. So like, which is such an unhealthy combo for your brain. Yeah, I mean it's amazing that he isn't worse than he is. I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's some like genetics there, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, this has to lose him votes. Right. Like, oh, so let's game plan it, right? So there's got to be someone. There's got to be some Republican who's like, I'm not crazy about Trump, but you know, we need those Supreme Court justices. And then he's like, people who die fighting for America are losers. Not to mention that he didn't care. Russia put bounties on troops. It's just say that the Atlantic reported families. it. Right? Act like the other places didn't report it. Right, so just act like the Atlantic published it. It's just this random one, you know, short article somewhere, and it's all fake. Forget Fox News didn't. Right. Um, yeah. Um, at this point, like, seems like there's like eight people who are talking about this, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess the next step is one of them goes public, right? Um, I think that will probably happen. Well, um, I mean. It seems like Kelly, I don't know if Kelly's confirmed it, but he was supposed to be one of the people, right? He's got to be one of them, right? Yeah. And if he tells about one, he'll tell about all of them, probably. Yeah. Because um, he's probably there for, like, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, some of these stories are, like, well, like, he's mentally ill. Like, did you ever consider that maybe, you know... The 25th Amendment would come and play. Like, this is crazy stuff. You know, you can't say that shit in public. Um, so I think that'll be, like, a question. 
But uh, yeah, I think like some point, some point, someone will come out and then they'll just try to destroy that guy's life. Yeah, I mean, imagine saying that to a group of people that you work with and having no conception, like never having read a Bob Woodward book or I don't know. It's like, do you not know that this shit comes out a lot of the time? Like, it's just a wild thing to me is that like everyone in the White House knows it's true, right? You didn't have to be there at the time to know it's true now because of the way he's behaving and. You know, you know when something's true and when it's not. And so, like, uh, yeah, the White House has to be a strange atmosphere. Because, you know, I'm sure, like, like half the people there know someone in the military. Right? Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how to play it. It seems like it hurts, though. Like, nationally, like, point zero one comes off today. Right. Uh, but, like, uh, I, I don't know how long it'll stick around. It's a story that you should, like, relentlessly pursue. And it, it plays into a theme, right? Like, it seems totally consistent with his character. It relates in to him not caring about Russia putting bounties on U.S. troops. It's just, like, all part of this, you know, him dodging the draft, claiming he had bone spurs, saying um, avoiding SCDs was his personal Vietnam. <laughs> it's, like, it's amazing. I mean... He's just like a character. Like if you were to design in a way it's, it, it's amazing because it's like, if you just design someone to take a, a shit on the Republican party and then he does it and they just, they love it. Like no one's ever had the balls to take a shit on us before. I, I thought it was funny. Like seeing people on Twitter, uh, yeah. You know, I got some, oh, uh, yeah. The alt center went on um, in on Paul F. Tompkins, you know? Uh, we got in a big argument with him. Oh, yeah. Who is that guy? Uh, he's a really successful comedian and actor. Uh, mm-hmm. Does stand-up. Uh, but to, uh, he, you know, he was arguing that, you know, the Lincoln Project, you know, you know if we beat Trump, then the Lincoln Project is just going to start pushing for Trump's policies. Like guys, there's there's no fucking Trump policies, right? Like that's that's part of the problem we have is that he has no interest in policy, no interest in governing. He's just this fucking asshole idiot who just wanders around and causes chaos, right? And like he does some shit, like you know shit that's profitable for his family or commits crimes and stuff, but there's no policy vision. That's not the point. Yeah. I mean, he does seem to, you know, he doesn't like, you know, Mexicans or cripples. I don't know if that's a policy. But yeah, it's not a policy, right? He can't even put that into practice. He just like replaces some border walls, right? Like, you know, as soon as the deal comes up with Mexico, like he just remakes NAFTA, right? Yeah. Um. The other thing about the Lincoln Project is, uh, like, why would Biden listen to the Lincoln Project, right? He doesn't give a shit about those people. People have these weird ideas about Biden. That, like, Biden's gonna... That he's not, like, a lifelong Democrat, right? Yeah. Like, um, you know, if he gets elected, he'll be in the tradition of, you know, lifers, right? So, like, Bob Dole, if he had been president, or... 
Bob Dole. Uh, Truman. Presidents like that who are just like party guys and they get to be president. Right? Right. But also just like sort of tactically, I mean, you know, just because you help someone become president doesn't mean that they uh, listen to you, particularly when you are an organization devoted to defeating one particular candidate. Right. And like, so like, oh, right like now I need go- them to defeat Trump the next time. I don't so know. Right now they're going after every Republican who supports Trump. Right. So like, you know, every vulnerable incumbent, they're running ads against them. Yeah. Um, so that's something that a democratic organization would do. But once Trumpism was over, the Lincoln project doesn't exist anymore. The whole right. project is about him. Right? Yeah. So all those guys just go back to being political consultants. Cause that's what the fucking Lincoln project is. It's just political consultants. It's not right. Who, who can't sign up for the modern Republican party. Right. Who, and like, we're not, we can't run ads for Republicans anymore. So what are we going to do? We fucking hate Trump. Let's just run ads against Trump. But we know this is all like sour grapes, sour grapes. I don't know. I don't know the relevant fucking fable, but we know what's going on with the left, right? It's jealousy. It's like, you know, this. They can't bring themselves to do it. Yeah. They can't do it. And it's such an obvious path. They got all this attention and accolades for the one thing that they can't do. Yes. You know? The only thing morally, it's like their strongest moral principle is not uh, making fun of Trump. You know, it's like, because um, it's cringe to do that. Uh, so, like, yeah, they can't. And it's a weird disconnect, right? Like, it's, it, imagine the most far-right conservative group just refusing to run ads against Obama, right? Yeah. Um, it's just or, unfathomable. Yeah, right? yeah like, right. Or like, you know, the conservative you know, version... Obama's actually better than Romney. Like the know? conservative version of Jacobin, you know, um, let's yeah, be nice Yeah, saying Obama them. was, like, outflanking Romney to the right. Like, that's just, like, you can't even wrap your brain around it. Like the National Review, right, refused to endorse Trump, right? Um, but then all, all those never Trump, like, the never Trumpers who work there, they still don't do what the Lincoln Project does, Right. They still like him and haw about all the bad things Trump does and then refuse to say vote for Biden. Right. Um, so like like think how great it would be if Jacobin just did like an against Trump issue. Yeah. See, my thinking here is that the reason that they can't do it is because their their politics is more about expressing their personality than accomplishing something. It's that so like they 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 can't bring themselves to like they they can't like something if it's mainstream. So because like, their their whole point is showing how they're different and special, and they listen to bands that you wouldn't even know about, right? Because if you actually want to accomplish the left's political agenda, it makes much more sense to like elect Democrats. While pushing the party to the left. Right. But it I, makes I, no sense to shit on Democrats and then, you know, you get an authoritarian. I mean, it's like some like 
stupid 3D chess bank shot. That's not going to work. Like, that's not how politics works. Like, you know, accelerationism doesn't work. Yeah. Do you ever think about how maybe they learned the wrong lessons from the communist revolution? What lessons did they learn? Well, because it was all luck and it wasn't democratic, right? Yeah, but the lesson they should have learned from the Russian and Chinese revolutions is that you get liberals into power and then you take power from the liberals. That's true. Right? You don't like get the fascists into power and then like somehow go in the opposite direction. Right. Well, and but they refuse to think of fascism as what what we have. Right? You know, I think fascism, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of similarities. I like authoritarianism. Because is is Putin a fascist? I don't know. I think he's more of a kleptocrat. Whatever whatever Putin is, Trump is, right? Mm, you no. think they're different? Yeah. Because um I mean, Putin, they had some of the same campaign advice. Well. well, I think Putin. I think there's a thing called Putinism at this point. Because what is Putin doing exactly? He's not saying he's he can't say that we should go back to communism, right? Right. But he's still saying we need to go back to the past, right? Right. So it's socially conservative. So there's, and he's not saying there's no revanchism in it, right? So he's not saying like, uh, you know, we need to, you know, get back at these people for what they did to Russia, right? He's saying we need to reunite Russia, restore the Soviet Union to what it was. This thing- right, but there is like the whole, um, you know, foreign meddling uh, people. That just seems not like respecting more traditional, Russia. like authoritarianism, and like. Uh, but I, I like if you argued Putin was a fascist, like that wouldn't be a hard sell. See, here's why so I like don't a think fascist, he's a fascist. A, a fascist has to say, our country's declining this way, we have to go back to the old days, right? Yeah. And the problem, the reason it's happening is foreigners. Right? Foreigners right. attract, like, there has to be a sense of national decline caused by foreigners. And then there has to be, like, no, like, policy. Like, no... But no. they, they do, like, traditionally, they did run, like, against democracy. Like, they were explicitly anti-democratic. Right. I think so, right? Like, Hitler definitely was. Well, I mean... Mussolini, I think. I mean, Hitler was elected. Yeah, but he was elected on a platform of, you know, democracy sucks, we need a strong leader. I mean... I mean he was he was very public about... I don't think Mussolini ran on that, though. He might not have. Um... I think I think people make a mistake and think of Hitler as the prototypical fascist. Who do you think, Mussolini? Mussolini. I think Hitler was fascism with German characteristics. Um, but like Mussolini, and you can read his writings. I, I beg people, people who think Trump isn't a fascist, okay, read one book about Mussolini that has his a lot of his writings in it. Um, it's. It's eye-opening stuff. I mean, first of all, he invented the fucking thing. You know, give it up. Give it up to Nito on that one. You know, no one else invented it. It's all him. Did he come up with the whole like bundle of sticks he did. or whatever? He did. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he was saying 
Yeah, I can sure break one. I'm sure he read about it somewhere and adapted it. But like the, um, he says in his writings, like, don't worry about policy. You know, he doesn't say it in a conversational way like that. But he said, there's no, there's no fascism. There's no policy in fascism. It's just the will to power. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at Trump, there's no policy there. It's all empty, right? He sort of does what Republicans sign. That's it, right? Uh, they failed to repeal Obamacare. He just doesn't do anything, right? He was like, well, that was our, my only idea was just repeal it and then see what happens, right? He has no health care idea. He doesn't push any policy. He appoints judges, Right, the federal society sends him a list of judges, and he picks some. That's it. That's right. all. That's all he does for the Republican Party. That's enough, right? <laughs> Clearly, they they've chosen to you know go all in with Trumpism, but in terms of policy, it's all bullshit. It's all like you know, pardoning people who died 150 years ago, or you know, really cosmetic reforms. Uh, there's no fascist policy to it because there is no fascist policy. There's like elements because culture. Does like, Putin care about policy? He seems the only thing he seems to care about is like Russian prestige. Yes, I think that's all he cares about. And you know, obviously, maintaining his own power, like maintaining popularity, is his primary concern. Because like, even if you think about his expansionism, right? He does expansionism that he thinks will be popular. Hmm. Like. Crimea was enough because Russians think about Crimea as Russian, right? Yeah. But Russian people would not have conscienced a full invasion of Ukraine or, and it, obviously they have limited capabilities as well. But like, uh, I think, I think PR is like 90% of what he thinks about. Right. Well, if, if you're only self-interested, you know, adventurism is dangerous and who cares? Like, why does he need, you know, I mean, I guess some people, if you're like fucking Genghis Khan or, or Alexander the Great or something, you have this idea of like, I win by conquering shit. But let's like talk, in, a, in a modern Let's talk state, about Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about him getting canceled? So, <laughs> but like. <laughs> that was, I got, I got to say that one hurt. <laughs> that one definitely hurt. I was like. Genghis, no man. The idea of Kang, like, like the idea of we have so like <laughs> we have so few heroes there's left. There's something more, more absurd about canceling Genghis Khan than Hitler, right? Like he's he's like the least <laughs> cancelable first person because he was just this force of nature, right? Like right. beyond good and evil, he was truly beyond <laughs> good. Rode around, who literally rode around on a horse with a horde raping and pillaging. It was like all he did. And, so the the Mongols, I don't know about like the the history of the Mongols, right? But you know, at a certain point, they realized that they could do it, right? They could raid a town and then destroy the town, but there were only like fifty of them, right? So once you have that data, like it seems like this is a strategy you could pursue, but it seems like you could also be like, whoa, 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 you know. Let's work on like a home base first, you know, like let's move to an area and then chill out for a while and build up our population and like spread our territory. But the Mongols just were like, let's just do this over and over. 
right? I mean, it was probably, yeah, it's probably wild times. And then we have this territory, sort of, and we'll put, like, five guys on horses out there and just hope. Mm-hmm. Like, hope they can hang on to it, right? <laughs> did they try to hold they territory? They did. Like, there was a Mongol Empire, yeah. right? But it was it was so flimsy because every time they got invaded, you know, you would invade and, like, not see anyone for, like, miles and miles so and miles. Out, and then it'd yeah. be, like, one Mongol warrior, and he'd kill, like, 15 of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would, like, suck, but, you know, you still have more people than they do. And then there's the crazy shit where, like, he had sex with so many women, right? And then his yeah. son, like, had sex with so many women. And so on and so forth. His DNA is like 20% of the planet or something. In Mongolia, in Mongolia, it's like 25% of the people have Genghis in them. What? Oh, hello. Hey, Sam. What's going on? Oh, just chilling. Nice. I didn't know you were coming in. (laughs) What? Matt didn't tell me. I thought this was the format of the show you wanted. It is. It is the format of the show I want. There's lots of ambient noise where Grady is. You're going to have to work on that. Ah. <laughs> High noise God floor. It. it helps if you move the mic closer to your mouth. In Audacity, you want to make sure it's like not going over zero or hitting zero. So if you, you know, talk, talk <laughs> at your like most an- animated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing like a... Yeah. Okay, not going over zero. Well, it's going over... Okay. It's not going Matt, over Matt, say one. some shit about Alon. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Well, we need, a, we need a sample where he's animated. Wait, zero, 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 zero. Not going over... Oh, yeah, on be, the... Okay. Yeah, when you say something loud. Like, I know what you're talking about. Like when you get really animated... You're an idiot, Matt. Try that. You're an idiot. Matt, you're so stupid. Well, that was, that ta- was like that's a... That's as loud as he talks. That was about. a Medhurst. That's as loud as that he was talks. was a Medhurst. Have you ever heard him talk louder than that? No. Yeah, he does sometimes. No, wait. Hold on a second. No, you, hold on a second. That's a, yeah, that's only going to six. That's about it for him. Okay. <laughs> I've never ever heard him be louder than that. Okay. No, okay, you think Joe Biden's going to fix that? You think Joe Biden... Yeah, let's go like... that. That's only going to like five... Okay. How's the ambient noise now? It'll be fine. You'll fix it? Yeah, I'll fix it. You'll fix it in post? Are you going to hold that microphone the whole time? What was that? Are you going to hold the microphone the whole time? (laughs) Well, (laughs) this is how it sounds. That's good. Uh, I mean, it's better if you can get it closer, but also you don't want to move it around too much. We're hearing some wobble. I'll, I'll use a Herbalife stand. Nice. You call it Herbalife? How long you been Herbalifing? It is Herbalife. Is that Herbalife? For is sure. that why you started this campaign? Is this a is this an MLM thing? Crazy. No. Why <laughs> you guys? Sam, Sam, you gotta you gotta sell the map. Yeah, I know. I've been hearing that. But also, I want it to be good. And I've got a lot on my plate let right me, now. Let me give you my, my It's self. already good. If you sell the map to benefit your campaign, 
It becomes not cringe. Do I look like a man who's worried about being cringe? I don't know about that. I think you worry about being cringe sometimes. So, where's the fourth mic? Uh, in any time. It'll happen. She's not supposed to call in for like 12 minutes. Oh, she's just calling in. Well, I don't know. She might turn on her camera. Mm. I don't know what I don't know what people are doing now. People don't just call anymore. Can you call into Squadcast, John? Uh, not with a phone. That that wouldn't be Squadcasting. Are you sure? Because so I've used it on my phone. You've used Squadcast on your a phone. A thing comes really. up. Do you guys know that internet video sharing sites like YouTube expose the horrors of life in wartime? Oh, man. Rolling Stone is taking no prisoners with Dennis Haster in this piece right here. Okay, so it's like an old... Imagine someone who took prisoners with Dennis Haster. (laughs) Just like, you know, Dennis Haster made some mistakes, but he's still a good man. Who the fuck is Dennis Hassan? He like molested some kids and was speaker of the house. Oh. Why so dude, yeah. so why does okay, why why do you get to like lecture me about politics at all online? <laughs> me personally? He doesn't do that. Yeah. Well who well. who's Dennis Hassard? I'm not I'm not sure who that is. So explain to us your three your three D chess uh theory of why, you know, Calling for the South to be nuked and calling police pigs is going to win you a state Senate seat in Ohio, I believe. Number one, well, number one, you're not supposed to talk about your strategy. You're not supposed to lay your strategy out. But um, Putin's main like strategy guy, one of his main strategies is to tell people exactly what he's doing. So, yeah, uh, that was part of phase one. Flood the zone with shit. You flood the zone with shit. You you create a lot of different stories. People start talking about you. People start paying attention. Local press does stuff. That's okay. phase one. What I, phase is poisoning I, political opponents? I don't really want to nuke the South. And if I did, I wouldn't have the legal authority to do that. That's, that's reassuring. <laughs> uh we were talking about this earlier, Sam. Do you think Putin is a fascist? Yeah. Right? Yes. I think that's fair. I think he's developed something. I think he's a crypto fascist. Really? Yeah. No. In fascism, you don't have elections. In crypto fascism, you have elections, but they don't matter. You can have fascist elections, you know? It's not a big deal. Whoa. Amy Lee turns persona trauma into fall's biggest rock album did you did you raid a dentist office or why do you have all these uh so i can have an archival it's so like okay i'm writing about let's see i'm writing a section of my novel it takes place in 1997 i need to know the vibe of 1997 i can't just go online and look up 1997 no i need to see advertising i need to see vibes 
I need to see mm. what was being sold in the back pages. Well, of you're Rolling a cultural Stone. historian, right? Yes, I am. Is that your like, major? Like you could not. No, that's English. not a major. Get ten CDs then for one like cent. Podcast, it's what man. your PhD should be in, though. Yeah, that'd be Why great. Not? I would love after after I get my bachelor's, I want to move to that town in New York where Cornell is, but not go to Cornell. But that that town upstate, it's a really nice college town. Ithaca. And there's another school there that has a great master's in creative writing. It's Ithaca, right? Ithaca. Yeah. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful country up there. Yes. And it's away from major targets, but mm. it's a it's a large leftist uh community that has Yeah. You know, its own police force and everything. You got and cousins up there. So during the Civil War, I'll pretty much be okay. You think the Civil War happens in New York? No, it happens all over. There are no borders. It's a borderless, leaderless conflict that's constantly mushrooming. Factions on upon factions are just ballooning out of nowhere. You have 24-7 ubiquitous radicalization happening. Gated community by gated community. Yeah, you'll have, you, you'll have um, people organizing around their communities like churches or, you know, their gated suburbs or colleges after and you'll have a lot of like propaganda victories. There won't be a lot of like high target McVeigh destruction. There'll be a lot of like there'll be uh it it won't be fun. So who are the combatants? One group, multiple groups? No, there's like 25 groups 25 and then like the next year groups. there'll be 57 groups. Okay. It'll it'll be like the DSA Red Army versus. So the, we're going to be in different groups. Uh, we're not. We can't. There's going to be. Sam, we can't, will we you can't be in the, the same group with together? us? Yeah, you're not going to. Sam, you're not going to join. I mean, group? wars often create, you know, alliances of necessity. You know, we might end up in the same safe house for a weekend. That'd be a fun movie. Yeah. Some QAnon guys and some DSA yes. guys and some and some like neoliberal army of light Pete oh, followers can... all we we were all promised that this house wait, was wait, a safe wait. house. Na- Neighbors three Q rising. Yeah, and then and then the QAnon people are like, now we would promise this was a safe house. Is this a safe house? And then the DSA guys like. This was a safe. This was a safe. Oh house. yeah, so like safe. A DSA. How come the DSA safe. is the only guy without an accent? A DSA guy is down on his luck, right? And he's used to running to anarchists, but then he has to rent out his pl- safe house to a bunch of QAnon people, and then they become unlikely friends. What hap- What happens to QAnon when when let if Trump loses? They're going to be even more what radicalized. What will they believe? They're going to what be will like, they believe happened? Like the deep state was too strong. They were not going to let this happen. They had to get Trump out. Trump was very close to exposing yeah. the whole thing. So the QAnon people are going to be like, all right, I got to take this into my own hands. Jim, get the boats ready. We're going to. We're, it's Dice Zero. They're going to create like. They're going to create a water world situation like up on Lake Michigan. <laughs> There's going to be QAnon boat warriors. 
Yeah, I guess that's what happens. You have to come up with some explanation. Does QAnon keep posting? Presumably. Oh, Why yeah. Why would he stop? I mean, yeah. Or she. So do they keep posting as a government insider? Yeah. They're like, yeah, they, they're they cleaning house here, man. The Biden people are cleaning house. I'm trying to keep a low profile, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep posting until you guys... Uh, until they get you me. guys, I want to get all uh, the information until out. they get me. I possibly can. I want to get all the information. Papa, out. you need to put I headphones can. on. Papa, Dude. you need to put headphones on. Oh, <laughs> I okay. don't have any. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> this is why you should let me <laughs> book the guests. I told her. I told her. <laughs> I told her. <laughs> I told to, her. Uh, I told her uh, that it was browser based. To based. Good That it was browser based. She knows it was browser based now. That's great. Can't all three of us <laughs> put headphones on? Can't all three and then of us? She's no. Headphones the audio is coming out of her computer and going into her microphone. Fine, because the audio is coming out of her computer and going into her microphone. So, are you on a computer or are you on your phone? So, are you on a computer or are you on your phone? Okay. I'm on my phone, but um, okay. let's see if in my bag of wires I have some headphones that could work. <laughs> so you can use your phone. We found that out. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> you can use your phone. Oh, well. <laughs> Hold on, let me talk to her. Is it is it Trisha Papa? Who is it? Who we got? Small there? Papa. Trisha. Who? Small <laughs> Small Papa. Oh, President Clinton. <laughs> Could, could join Bush and Carter in the one-termers Hall of Fame. That's, no, that's not going to happen. Wait, who? President Clinton. Clinton. Clinton's second, even graver who? error was to sit by passively while Alan Greenspan and the Federal Reserve Board knocked the steam out of the economy. Hey, welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Hey, what can we do? This that sounded this that sounded Okay. Okay. No, it's not terrible. No, it's, not terrible. <laughs> it's echo and echo feedback. And feedback. <laughs> okay, wait, let's see if my roommate has some headphones. I'm trying to talk trying to talk <laughs> if we whisper, whisper. Yeah, I, I still hear my echo whispering. What are you doing? Like a deranged prairie vole. Popping up popping the screen. Weird shit. Weird shit. This is This is great radio. This is great radio. 
Yeah, we're aiming for yeah, a aiming John for Cage a John style, style experimental. experimental. What is it? ASRM? ASRM. Did you take an edible? Take an edible. I should take an edible. Okay, wait, who took an edible? I did. I did. Sam. Sam, and that's why everything's taking so long. I'm sorry. Sam. Sam. Take your edible. Take your edible. Yeah, take your edible. It's nutrients. Take your medication, Sam. Or That clonopin's good, good shit, man. Yes, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Especially, Especially with cigarettes. Yeah. I, 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 stay, I stay up, up eight, eight hours. hours just... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. It's so I got so much writing done. It's so good. Last, Last night, night for clonopin. Oh yeah, man. It's that combination. You got the downer, and then you got the upper. Yeah. It's like yoga for your brain. Yeah. I think that might save the edible for tomorrow. Oh man, that's a mind fuck, isn't it? When you hear yourself talking and then you stop talking because you're listening to yourself. Is this, you guys? this is gonna be one of our greatest episodes, man. It's gonna be a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was so funny. <laughs> I don't know if you picked this up about Matt, but he's like a masochist in terms of audio production. Well, but this is the show it should be. <laughs> okay. Aside from audio stuff, that shouldn't happen, but I'm loving hey, this Papa. dynamic. Oh, what's, what's up? up? Let's go. Let's do this. Let's go. So, this is the show, Centrist Madness, and we're glad to have you on, Papa. Thanks for having me. This is okay, going to be the so best can... episode be of our show. Episode of our show. No. <laughs> we got to fix exactly it. The shit this is I exactly love. the shit I love. Like this is the content. Like this is the content. <laughs> <laughs> Just behaving like bimbos for a long time. That's what we do best. Oh, I wish I was a bimbo. Oh, I wish I was a bimbo. Oh. Oh. Now, what, now what, what's, what's your, your name, name? Besides, besides Papa? Papa? Lex. What's your name? Lex. Lex. Okay. I am Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi. I'm Matt. What about you guys? I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. I, people call yes, me Porno people Matt. call me Porno Matt. Oh, wow. That's a badass name. Right? How did you, how'd you get that? Envious. There's a guy named Porno guy Dave. Named Porno Dave, and yeah. he and he actually does porn. Actually does porn. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's <laughs> better or worse. Better or worse. Right. Right. What if Porno Dave didn't do porn? I think for a while he for a while didn't. he didn't. Like he named himself. <laughs> he, named himself <laughs> he wasn't born Porno Dave. No, like no, like he was like a he was like a critic. Critic. And he would do yeah, like reviews of porn. Like, reviews of porn. And then like he opened his and own. And then like he opened his own studio and kept his review name. Kept his review name. Porno Dan. Porno Dan. Hell yeah. 
And I oh yeah. And I, when people started calling when me, people started calling me <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, I wish. Well, I wish. You can be. Like, what's holding like you back a, from that? This is like a rally for some <laughs> demented political party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my yeah. inauguration, inauguration. <laughs> You guys want to count me out for this one? I can call in next Friday. Okay, that'd be great. Okay, that'd be great. Okay. Love you so we much. Love you love. We love you too. Love you too. Great to meet you, Lex. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. <laughs> How old is she? Twenty-nine or something. <laughs> she can still hear you, dude. She can? No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> well, she's she's great. I I she's like exactly maybe not her specifically. Oh, but it'd be fine if it was. You were her. telling me. You were <laughs> telling me that that t- there's a there's that type. That mm, there's a blonde like, on your menu she, that you're trying to get to know. 